Casey got loose in turn four, losing control of his car and wrecked, collecting James. I decided to drive out of the pits, around the track, and pile in. As dumb as that sounds, it doesn't matter because we're all going to the backup car. This is the Backup Car Podcast. Hello everybody, welcome to the Backup Car Podcast, episode four. Who would have thought that we were going to make it this far, guys? I don't even know. Like, this is great. Was... Epi- episode four, a new car. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. It's not awesome. just a new hope, it's a new car. A yeah. whole new car. Yeah. The closer episode. So, <laughs> no? Okay. I'm Eric, yeah. I'm, I'm Eric Webler, uh, as always, with James Atherley and KC. I'm some K- guy. KC. Some dude, KC yeah. Lester. I don't know why. K- KC I, Chiefs, KC Royals, KC... Uh, sorry, go ahead. I, I, I stared at you and started to... I put... KC doesn't have two syllables in it. Yeah, does it? KC. Yeah, yeah it absolutely. But I really... Where sound, did you go to dude, school? No. I have no idea. A small idea. town. I graduated with 70. Anyways, <laughs> I, I, it was, I really played it out. That's what I was trying to <laughs> I say. I don't know. I, I need your guys' help. Does my name have two syllables? More than 11. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the whole story. That's today's story. But NASCAR... That's it. Room That's the podcast. It. Yeah. Well done, guys. Yeah, Vroom Vroom no. Circles. What on a weekend. Another great weekend. Auto Club. What is going on? Because Auto Club wasn't that good, in my opinion, last year. Nope. Nor has it been recently. But I was really happy with how everything turned out. The racing was spectacular. There was cars just... Uh, there, of course, the restarts are what... Auto Club, you can go wild. five wide easily. That's the problem at Auto Club. Yeah. But and that, that you'd think that that's going to cause big accidents, and it doesn't, because these are 30, how many drivers do we have this last race? 38? 38 professional drivers out there. So. Short of 40. Yeah, yeah, it's NASCAR. We're losing our field every year. So. Yeah. Well, the, and the thing is that it's it's a bunch of cars on the track. You know, still a bunch. 38 is not a small amount of... Three, four thousand pound machines going yep. around in yeah. circles. All things but, considered, but again, it's a testament to how NASCAR has grown with its new race package. I say new; they used it last year. Yeah, uh, less horsepower. What is it? More downforce. But uh, the, you yeah. know, it, it's a testament to that how they've able, been able to work it all out. The bigger spoiler. It's not letting cars get away, and Auto Club Speedway has always been good for passing, Mm -hmm. but it's also been good for, like, single file, long distances in between cars, you know, a total snooze fest. And they figured out this this new package pretty darn perfectly, and if they haven't, then Auto Club's racing can only get better. And, you know, I can't wait to see that if it does get better. Yeah. If, uh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, if this Sunday was was good, then we are in for a treat for yeah. a long time to come if we keep this season. package going. I mean, that kind of mm. makes me think of, when I think of Auto Club, I think, you know, it's, uh, what is it, two miles, right? Two yes. mile track? Yep. And automatically in my head, as it is a very different track, but I think of races that haven't typically been that great, that... So far, you know, just it's one race as a two mile track. It's a long race, but I think of Pocono, I think of Indianapolis, Michigan, tracks, Michigan, Tra- oh, Michigan. Oh, oh, oh. 
Somewhat of a sister track. Michigan, I like, gotta think of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Michigan absolutely. should be very similar, but still, like tracks like the. I mean, I don't remember how. I can't remember how, who won Michigan last year. I don't even remember how those races went. But you just, know, we we can't remember everything. Yeah. But just like war, large, wide. It's, tracks. I, I know. I know the track, but what I'm thinking in my head is how rough some of these races have been at the larger tracks, and mm. how rough it was last year with this new package, where people thought this was going to be a big fix. Uh, this new this new package is going to really help some of these tracks. That was the idea, uh, and it really didn't turn out the way that uh, I think NASCAR planned. And what's happening is that they figured it out. That's what happened this year, and I'm curious to see how next year is going to play out with yeah. the new Gen 7, mm-hmm. which some more new stuff with the Gen 7 this week, but we'll get to that a little later. Uh, it's not on my rundown here, but I'm sure we'll mention it uh, just because... It's news about it's news. It's NASCAR yep. news. It's the news uh, of the day. I do want to before we really get into this, uh, as anything could come out tomorrow, the backup car podcast always gets uploaded on Thursdays. Normally we record we record Wednesday nights. We are recording Tuesday, March third, right now. It's actually eight PM if you want to know the specifics to when we're recording. So if any NASCAR news comes out tomorrow and we didn't talk about it, especially if it's huge, who knows what could be huge tomorrow. Um that could be uh, just a heads up, I guess. Just a heads up to uh, what we are talking about today and how, well, who knows? What if something crazy happens tomorrow? What if Jimmy Johnson gets kicked from his ride tomorrow? It's not going to happen, but whoops, you know? like Ryan but, Newman coming back. Uh, if that would be one, that would be a big one to miss. So maybe we should, should we talk about, you know, do a quick podcast to the side just in case Newman does come back? Nah, nah. If Newman comes back, we'll all be happy. Landon Castle comes back in a fifth premium car. <laughs> the thing is, but no, I, I, I don't know. I heard a crazy rumor. I don't know, probably shouldn't talk about a crazy rumor, but I heard that Rick Ware is continuing to expand at least. And I think that, that whether that's a rumor or not a rumor, that sounds very believable. Here's the thing about that. Uh, here's the thing about that. J.J. Ailey and Joey Gase are both in Rick Ware racing cars. B.J. McLeod is in a petty wear racing car. Different car. Different, different car, different team. Still got the wear in it. Nah, it's, and it's the wear affiliated. No, yeah. I, you know why it's petty wear? Yeah. It's because Richard Petty doesn't want to let go of that charter. Hmm. It's, that is technically like Brian Scott's 44, mm-hmm. which we all remember the amazing season. 44 forever. 44 ever. <laughs> With Brian Scott. Brian never, Scott upside down. Never forget. Never <laughs> forget. I love Brian I miss Brian Scott. But, Auto Club. I mean, let's get into it. I mean, we had both. It was no trucks this weekend. Uh, right. Always a sad thing. We always... I want trucks. Truck Night in America every night. Yeah. Uh, so, no trucks this past weekend. No trucks coming up next weekend. So, I mean, I'm probably going to be crying. Uh, <laughs> anyways, Cup Series was good. We had a great Xfinity Series race. Uh, you know, we're getting to Cup first. Uh, let's just start it off with some bragging on my end. Oh, I picked you... Alex Bowman to win the race. Guess who won the race? Alex Bowman. I picked him on a gut feeling. I picked. I we recorded on a Wednesday night. There was no practices that ran. There was nothing that indicated Alex Bowman's gonna have a good race. He killed it in practice. He led a hundred something laps. 110, 100 more than that. 100 more than 110 laps. He dominated the and race. I did it on a gut feeling. Why am I not doing sports betting? I could be making millions. What is going on? I could be the next James Hall's hour on Jeopardy. <laughs> you know, like, what am I doing here? I, just, I guess I got to get into it. My pick this week is someone else who hasn't won at a track and it'd be his first pick. 
Oh, spoiler alert for what's coming up later. But, uh, I mean, we I think we've touched him a million times, and I've given up. I'm so happy Alex Bowman won. That was so cool. He yeah. was so good in that race. I mean, it, it, was, it was good to see Ryan Blaney be as competitive as he was, because it just goes to show that the, the future of NASCAR is bright. Mm-hmm. But at, at the same time, I just don't think anybody had anything for Alex Bowman, not even his teammate Jimmy Johnson, who was my pick. Really? You know, it, Johnson got out there, led a couple of laps, but at the end of the day, he just kind of faded back to, what, seventh? So yeah. He uh, ran a really respectable final race. Absolutely. 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 That, was, that was better than I could have hoped. I mean, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. I, I think he's he going to have... definitely competitive. He's going to have a bigger year than I, I I think a lot of people are expecting. A lot of people, I'm sure, are rooting for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, how accurate it is to say, oh, that he's going to be contending for... Uh, you know, wins week in and week out. He's definitely making a strong case. Well, uh, he's re- this weekend showed anything. He's retiring on his own terms. Yeah, which is which, always good. Which is always good for anybody, any athlete in any sport. Think David Ortiz a couple of years ago. He absolutely raked with the Boston Red Sox when he hung it up. They so much they wanted him back, but you know he stuck to his guns. He was retired and and obviously enjoying life. But it, it's the it, it could very well be the same for Jimmy Johnson. Maybe not at that level because it's still super competitive, mm-hmm. and you know they, they still haven't really figured everything out with um with with Jimmy Johnson and that team and his new crew chief. Um, so you know th- there is a chance that he could heat up as the season goes on. He's won pretty much everywhere, so yeah. he could he could have a shot. As, but I'm I'm still thinking he could. Do really well at Dover. Yeah, I, I mean, Jimmy Johnson, uh, they, not just Jimmy Johnson, Chevrolet. Chevrolet, right. we talked about last week, uh, and it was a very, er- very, very early prediction is Chevrolet back. And obviously, and I think, uh, I will say this week, I will say, yes, it's definitely Chevy is back, not just, I mean, of course, Hendrick Morris works is back. Hendrick is back. Chase Elliott's uh, three stage wins this season already. Uh, had a best car Three last very week. Very competitive cars this season. Yeah, for Chase uh, finished Elliott. top ten. This uh, top this five. Pass. He finished fourth. Well, I didn't even know that. Pass. I did know that. I just didn't even remember. Mm-hmm. Still, Chase Elliott is just he's on fire. Johnson's been running good. Of course, we got Alex Bowman, who could have won last week. Did one or week before? Did win last week? Um, but of course, we got Kurt Busch. Who finished third place yep. in the race, and yep. and that's amazing for Kurt, especially a guy who's uh, also on the tail end of his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, did just sign a two-year contract with Chip Ganassi to stay with that team, which is great because I I mean Kurt's a guy who's really turned around his career. Who we who just it seemed like he, he went from uh, everyone owes me everything to I'm grateful for every situation I have yeah. and just mm-hmm. to be here. Yeah. And it's really you've seen it with this year especially like. He's just so happy to be here. He's giving out tickets to veterans. That's an awesome move. Jimmy Johnson actually matched his $100 ticket mm-hmm. to veterans uh, at Auto Club. I mean, it's a really great incentive initiative yeah. that he's doing. Yeah. Um, but you look at the top 10 here. I mean, Bowman, Kurt Busch, Chase Elliott, and uh, Jimmy Johnson. That's four Chevys in the top 10. Yep. You got four. Reddick. Tyler Reddick finished 11th. Yeah. Highest finishing rookie. Another Chevy. I mean, Chevy's... It's not even a question anymore to me. Chevy's Chevy's back. They're back. They needed to figure out what was going on wrong with the aerodynamics to those cars. They are equal 
in my opinion, to the other cars, not better. Obviously, they would have more cars in the top ten. But they have some. They've already had great drivers. They already had great teams. Yeah. You know, we already knew that that Hendrick Motorsports, Chip Ganassi Racing, Richard Childress could do really, really well. They just need they just need the right flow, and they've got the right flow yeah. at least th- at this point in the season with the new, yeah. new quote unquote new uh, Camaro. Yeah, definitely what they figured out during during the off season was just definitely helped to kind of refocus, help level the playing field between the three manufacturers and. Chevy's back and arguably better than ever with the Gen Six, and I'm happy. You, you gotta love, mm-hmm. you gotta be. The Chevy's been in the sport for so long, and it's just the, the most winning manufacturer in the sport. It's like you you want to see. It was sad to see these t- this uh, a really amazing some of, head some of the most, sports. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson, a legend in the sport, really not run well. Not sure why, mm-hmm. because it seemed to come out of nowhere. So, I'm happy for that. But, I mean, this 2020 season has started off just, I I think, not like I expected. Not like I expected at all. Where we got, you know, Daytona 500, of course, a wreck that was insane. Yeah. But, um, then we go into Las Vegas and our most dominant cars, uh, one of the, the most dominant driver in the race, Ryan Blaney, who was getting caught by Alex Bowman. Uh, this re- auto club... Same thing, you know. The only reason that, that one of those drivers didn't win Las Vegas because it was because of a lap or six to go caution with yeah. pit strategy. Yeah. Uh, this is this is what NASCAR was wanting the past couple of years. There's been such a push for youth in the sport, which is great. Youth it's great. and talented youth, successful yes. mm-hmm. youth, youth that they can hand the reins over when Kurt Busch, Jimmy Johnson. You know, get, dating back a couple of years, Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, when Dale Jr., when they retired, they were really nervous that they didn't really have too many youngsters that could carry the yeah. the, the, the the torch, so There's, to speak. And, and bring so in new many, drivers. New so, fans. Right. So many drivers that that weren't so super popular, aside from Chase yeah, Elliott. people who weren't enough of a figure to kind of right. have a face on NASCAR. Right. And a driver who, you know, you mentioned, or you mentioned NASCAR... And immediately they pop into their minds. Chase Elliott seems to definitely be one of those kind of guys. I think mm-hmm. Blaney and Bowman are kind of starting their emergence for sure. And Bowman, I felt like personally, was someone who came out of the waterworks in terms of that. I never saw Bowman as being, oh, someone who's going to be a future kind of face, a future kind of representative of, of the new generation of NASCAR. And, and I don't really cemented himself. I don't think anybody saw that coming for, for Alex Bowman. You know why? Because he was with some teams that were just back markers for like four or five years. Yeah. You know, he, he made his rookie season with, what was it, the 23? Yeah. yeah. That not a good team, not a good car. Went from BK to Tommy Baldwin, yeah, and then not a good team, and then backed away to be a Hendrick test driver. Which, I mean, that was what a move for his career. I mean, it was just he he wasn't like he got the eighty eight. He had to drive that eighty eight in a couple races with Junior's uh, concussion, just because of Junior being like, "Hey, I really like this guy. Let's give him a chance." What's what is the worst that can happen? You know what the worst that can happen is he almost wins Phoenix, which is not. That's incredible. Yeah, that's, that's, he had a couple races where he wrecked, but that you're, yeah. you're gonna expect that, especially yeah. with someone who wants to make an impression. Yeah, someone and, who's someone who's out there, obviously trying hard to make a name for himself. Shout out to uh, uh, Daniel Baldwin. He said this. 
um, Dan, Danny B talks on YouTube. Um, he goes, you know, the confidence that Alex Bowman seems to be having this year is really what's going to help his season. And this was before the, the win at Auto Club. And, I mean, you saw, I think that that's, that was a huge difference, is having, you know, he, he came into, he came, he's coming into this season, he got really lucky with Chevy basically stepping up and saying, hey, we are going to make sure you are sponsored for 26, 27 races. He has, it is a contract season for Alex Bowman. So, essentially, he needs to make a statement because whether or not he comes back to Hendrick Motorsports next year, uh, he needs to make his case for another team to be like, you know what, we're going to give you a shot. We think you can do something yeah. in one of our cars. Hinged on him, you know, getting out there and performing and taking a stand. Yeah, it's just saying, hey, I'm here. And I feel like, you know, it, it's when you come into a season having a win, or you're, you are a NASCAR winner, there's no pressure. I mean, there is a pressure. Oh, is he going to win again? But the thing is, that's the, that's the pressure. Is he going to win again? He's already won. Yeah, so, first one's so you got way. that you got that going yeah. for you, and it's it just shows. It just showed this week, and it's it's great for you know for him because I, I want to talk about this later. A lot of drivers in contract years, mm-hmm. and he needs to make a statement, especially mm-hmm. after a decent season last year, a, good, a career season really, but still could have been much better. Mm-hmm. Hendrick expects well, better. Yeah, well, he's taken he's. You know, taking the 88, there's a lot of pressure yeah. with, with that being, you know, Junior's old ride and there's such a history with Hendrick Motorsports. I think there's plenty of pressure. Of, yeah, and there's part of that I think that probably wore, I would think, wore on his psyche a little bit. And and he kind of had these lofty expectations for himself and and felt that he needed to put himself at that level. And at times where he couldn't get to that level, it probably got on him a little bit. But all, I think... With this win especially, all those cobwebs are gone. And to get that win out of the way so early in the year and oh, yeah. to come out of the gates this strong, that 88 team, I think there's there's nothing left holding them back. There's plenty of – this is that was race three of 36. Yep. This isn't going to be the only win this season no. for Bowman. No. Absolutely. Especially when they go back to Chicago land. Like he's going to – it's going to be – this is going to be a fun season. This is going to be a fun season for him. This is going to be a great season for the youth with Ryan Blaney who – that was a heartbreak. At, yeah, at the yeah. end of the race, he has had so many heartbreaking finishes this year. I mean, first last with, year, first with with well, Daytona, with how he was involved in the wreck and how he yeah. kept blaming himself. By the way, thank you, Bubba Wallace, for stepping in, mm-hmm. um, for getting having basically Las Vegas ripped from his clutches because mm-hmm. he was the car of the day. You know, having a second place finish. You know, three laps to go, he has to come in because if he doesn't, he wrecks because the tires pop. You know, it, it's yeah. he's had so many rough races this year, and he's and still, he's Ryan Blaney. He's going to be fine, and, you know, just a rough patch. I think he's got three career wins. Yeah. A lot of people, in this another driver in a contract year. Who, got, who has to make a statement so far, has definitely made a statement, in my opinion, just to start off the season. But it's just, you, you look back at last year, too, lots of really good runs, and just the finishes didn't show it. He did make the playoffs, and he had a very, very strong round of eight. But the only thing that, that plagued him in the round of eight was not having those playoff points. He got a third, an eighth, and an, I think a fifth, but still... All top tens in the round of eight. One Talladega, too. Oh, well, that, that was, was round four. Yeah, round oh, twelve. My mistake. But still, though, yeah. So he had a couple playoff points, but it wasn't enough to the guys who were winning stages all year round. Yeah. I mean, 
he, he was there. going into Homestead. That that was a great yeah. stretch, and he finished third at Homestead. Yeah, uh, he really had a great yeah. end of the season. A lot of momentum, I feel like, going yeah. into the season, and it's really <laughs> showing. I don't know if the momentum if he was feeling it, yeah. but it's definitely continued. I think he'll be he'll be in contention. It's just a matter of which we probably see with a lot of drivers is he can get there. Or he, you know, when he's there, he can do it. It's just a matter of making sure that you are there. Yeah. And Blaney, you know, compared to the big three of what Harvick, Truex, and and Bush. Yeah. Or was that twenty eighteen? That was twenty eighteen. Yeah. You know, generally, you know, the the people who were consistently, you know, front runners. And Blaney just seemed like that step behind, and you know, you, step behind yeah. his teammates. Yeah. Yeah, as well. I mean, Kislowski and Lugano, and Lugano up there for sure. Um. But you know, just when you're when you're consistently getting you know outrun by those those guys, that you lose out on those playoff points. Um, and it's I think eventually you know probably I would think in a couple of years maybe as soon as this year, um, Blaney will you know he'll find that confidence he'll he'll get rid of all whatever bad karma is striking him or whatever Murphy's law that he's been cursed with. Um, it's just a matter of of him getting there and that that team getting there. Having those points, and then it, and then Blaney just being able to seal the deal. Yeah, I think of uh, Todd Gordon's really made a difference. Yes, uh, already with this team, and uh, and you uh, knew he was going to because yeah. of how successful he was with Joey Logano in past years. And Blaney has been a very successful driver in the lower series of NASCAR as yeah. well as the Cup Series yeah. with those three wins that he does have. It's it's just that it's a matter of time for Blaney, and I I want to say right now I fully believe that. Uh, we're gonna see Blaney win this this month. Like it's just you he can't keep having these finishes. And I mean again, he's already a three race mm-hmm. career winner in Cup Series, so he really doesn't have that monkey on his back to get a win. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the stress isn't there. He's the points leader. He's the points leader right now. I mean, he's got everything going for him. He's got the bad luck, and you know what? It's going to it's gonna be gone. You can't have bad luck in every race. You know, knock on wood for Blaney. I don't want to give him bad luck. Yeah, but I can see March. Just This is going to be – he'll get a win. we got some, yeah. we got some great races coming up. He's good at Phoenix. He's good at Atlanta. Uh, where, what's after Atlanta? Atlanta. Uh, Bristol or Texas? I was going to say maybe Bristol. I think that's literally the, the two tracks, Sorry, Texas after, and Bristol. After Atlanta, you said? Yeah. Homestead. Oh, all oh, can't I know. But, it's going to throw after everyone Homestead for a after Homestead, after Homestead is, Texas. is Texas. Yes, yeah. That's, so that's, still, I forgot too. A lot of, it's a lot it's of so, good, so weird. A lot of tracks where he can run well at and get wins. Uh, tracks that uh, can, other than Phoenix, Phoenix yeah. he's just been good at recently. But tracks that he's ran good at this season that we're going to be coming up to. So it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what he can do. I, I, it's, it's Ryan Blaney, it's Penske. He's going to be successful. Yeah, he's going the, to get a win this the season. ingredients are there. It's just all got to get put together. Yeah, um, I know we mentioned last week uh, Joe Gibbs Racing. I mentioned I mentioned last week Joe Gibbs Racing. How I was concerned this week came out swinging three cars in the top ten uh, as well after like, after starting in the back because of penalties. They all, yeah, absolutely. which that's crazy to me. I don't know. I, I wanted to talk about this, but I don't know how to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, another week where. Joe Gibbs' cars are having pre-race penalty issues, something with the bodies. I don't know what it is. I don't know why they're having it. Um, but this week, uh, yeah, we, we've seen, we saw, they started out struggling again. And there was there was some teammate issues 
this week. Yeah. Which uh, I think that's something that we haven't really we haven't seen recently with nope. Joe Gibbs and the driver. That it was surprising to me the driver. Yeah. Martin Truex Jr. Jr. having issues. Who was like f the eleven, f the twenty. Yep. You know, like, and they were, in, at the time, yeah, they were racing pretty hard from, like, 11th, 12th, 13th, right right around there. And it was just, I'm, I'm just like, this is way too early in the season. Especially for the guy who, other than, I mean, yes, we have Denny Hamlin, the winner at Daytona. But who, the past two races, has been, I think, the best car has the 19, despite him being the lowest finishing car for Joe Gibbs at Auto Club. Uh, 12th, I believe, right? So, I just, uh, I don't know, is that... Uh, now, remember last week I said, are we, should we be concerned about Joe Gibbs? I think we have new I, things to be concerned about, though, uh, that maybe won't necessarily relate to performance. I, but. I mean, I might just be having a lax point, but I, I'm i going to say what I said last week. It's it's something that I, I don't think is much of an issue. You know, you're going to have... If you're racing your teammates, you're going to have those hard battles. You're going to have frustrations and stuff like that. This is just... In my view, it's just something that happens when you're running that close together, when you have cars that good. It's yeah. going to happen. Jokub's racing is the polar opposite of Hendrick Motorsports. Hendrick Motorsports is a bunch of kids, basically, coming up who want to make a name for themselves and want to be competitive on their own. Joe Gibbs Racing has four championship caliber drivers and teams uh, now. One of them is a kid one who of, is trying to make a name for right, himself. But it, it's it's the same team that Tony Stewart won a couple of championships with. It's the same team that Matt Kenseth won eight races in a season one year. And we held you know, past champion. Yeah, Kyle absolutely. Bush. absolutely. Kyle Kyle really won a championship with. Yep. Truex probably should have won that probably championship. Should've. But, uh, you know, neither here, here nor there. And, and you know, you have Truex, past champion. You have Kyle Busch, defending champion. You have Ke- uh, uh, Denny Hamlin, three-time who Daytona 500 winner. He, he, he's knocked, yeah, on, the, he's knocked on the door. He's been there. Yeah. 38 career wins in Joe Gibbs' cars. All in Joe Gibbs' cars. One of the best. Yeah, 38. To, 38. One wow. of the best to never win a championship yet. Yeah. Correct. So, and you know he's hungry. Because he, you know, nobody knows how long they're going to be in NASCAR. But Denny Hamlin's probably the one driver that, you know, Joe Gibbs can probably live without at this point. Yeah. Unless he wins a championship. He's the, he's the weak, link, weak link of that, that little I, group. Yeah. I don't know. And nobody's going to get rid of Eric Jones yet because he, he could be the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah, yeah, but we have been saying this about Eric Jones since he entered the sport. He ran very well his rookie season, winning Rookie of the Year in the mm-hmm. 77. Uh, went to Joe Gibbs. This is his fourth season? Third season, third or fourth season with Gibbs. It's uh, it's it's Byron's third season with the with the twenty four. So it's it's Eric Jones' fourth season with Joe Gibbs. Mm -hmm. It's just I or or maybe fourth season in the sport. I don't know what it was. I can't remember. Either way, he's been in the sport for a couple years already. Yeah, Uh, and he has he has two career wins to Mm -hmm. show for it. Um, One of them at Daytona, which. Anybody Daytona's Daytona, yeah. yep. still. His win last year... Um, or Darlington. Darlington was it's impressive. So, you know, it's... It's something. Still. I, I like Eric Jones. Yeah, uh, I understand what And he's... I think that he's... I do think he's going to be successful. Um, I I just don't know... I don't know what's going on with that team. Mm-hmm. That he hasn't been as successful as the other drivers. But, of course, Time. I think if I think if anyone good. was going to leave that team and... Try to try to help make more success in the team. I would almost 
agree with Denny Hamlin. I don't want to, but I feel like he would be the guy. But then you think about Truex is also up there in age. And who knows how much longer Truex has in the sport. Uh, I think Truex is the oldest, actually, out of the... I, I think he's in his 40s. Yeah, he's out of the... Yes. Out of the yeah, four, I know he's older than Kyle. So, so it's just five, like... About five years. You, you think about... I mean, as long as he's got a sponsor, he'll stay in the car. Yeah. That's, that's the bottom line. Yeah. And, and Bass Pro Shops does love him. Uh, he's got a great relationship with Johnny Morris. So I just... You never know. Joe Gibbs, it's... This has been a weird season. Yeah. For them to start off. This mm-hmm. is... For them to... And they just don't look like the Joe Gibbs team we've we've been yeah. used to seeing the past couple of years. So. They don't look like the Joe Gibbs team of last year when everybody was winning races. Right. Yeah. Um, but where Joe Gibbs does continue to shine, where it seems like... And which is crazy with the drivers they have. Uh, Xfinity. Xfinity Series Auto Club. Development is the, very good. Yeah. They're... Their development cars are very good. Because I'm so confused. Harrison Burton won. Congrats to Harrison on his right. first career win. Oh, I'm great, very happy. Great effort. Great I'm showing. happy to see a Burton in victory lane. I want Harrison Burton to be successful. I really, truly want him to be successful. And I'm glad that he won. But it's just so weird to me that he couldn't get a win in trucks. He didn't really come close. To winning a race in trucks. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like so, all, all three of them, uh, Herbs Jones and Harrison Burton. All three of them, I feel like, are just. Are, like, Harrison Burton looks good. Yeah, he's not proven though. He's done good in the Xfinity car when he's been in there. It's a, been a partial schedule. In in trucks, he just. I thought he hasn't been there. Like he was I a rookie in trucks last year, year, right? Yeah. I believe so. And that, I think so. And so it's very quickly for him to be moved up yeah. to, to Xfinity. And it obvious, obviously race three, it worked out. It was, it it was going yeah, to happen, but I, I didn't really feel like 20... Not like, this I quickly. Didn't, I didn't feel like, yeah, not this quickly, exactly, um, that this was going to happen. He just didn't prove to me in trucks, in that 18 truck, that he really... Yeah. That he grabbed a hold of that Xfinity seat and said, this is mine. And you have Herbst and Jones there as well, who, who Jones has are? been there for a few years, and Riley Herbst ran partial ARCA and partial truck, and now he's in Xfinity And, and you could say the exact same thing about Brandon Jones, because he wasn't particularly right. successful Just, in he any He successful in anything. Yeah, but then he comes out, runs very well. Yeah, for yeah. Turner yeah. Scott. Yeah, now, He remember. came out and ran when he first started. When he first started with Gibbs. When he, well, when he first started with, with RCR. With RCR. He didn't even make the playoffs in Xfinity, where there are 12 good cars, and he didn't make the playoffs. Uh, but then he went to Joe Gibbs, ran respectful, and I don't know, was it was last year's first season in the 19? No, Suarez has been in the 19 this for is, a couple uh, years, or it wasn't 19. This is his third season. I yeah, so, and I mean, he ran great. With Joe Gibbs. Uh, he won the first two stages and definitely looked like he had a car to win at Auto Club. Uh, so definitely good for Joe Gibbs racing yeah. that a Joe that's Gibbs been, car won. Yeah, that's been encouraging at least is that Jones seems to be making some progress. Because again, he was... Together. Yeah, because like, he, he, again, he's been another guy who hasn't... You know, oh, I'm going to reach out and grab this and this is mine and I am I have proven that I've taken yeah. the seat. He's just never made that extra step. And this, I've, I've you know, this year... Is a make or break year for him. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's going to be telling. Does he have anything? Uh, if yes, then he'll come forward and he'll he'll make the strides that I think that I I saw from him 
this past weekend, and if not, then he'll just continue to do what he's been doing. He's a guy that you, you look at and you're like, why does he still have a ride with a good team? He really hasn't done much. One win, okay, but still, he hasn't done much. What does he does? What? How does yeah, he? What on merit? So, uh, and I feel like, and I feel like, you know, he knows that. And this season, obviously, and for me, I feel like it's the Xfinity series. I have nothing that I can not like for this guy. He's in a good car. He should be successful, and I want him to be successful. It's a new name to be successful. You're only going to grow every year you're in it as a young driver. Mm-hmm. You know, a Justin Allgaier might not be growing still, you know. He's made his mark in the Xfinity Series. And it, 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 the same thing with Michael Annette. But, you know, I, Brandon Jones has the ability to continue to get better and hopefully someday graduate to the Cup Series. And you know you, you to, and be competitive. You want to you want him to do good. And, and Jones did finish thirtieth in the race yesterday, but he also led seventy three laps, highest in the field, just, almost double. Yeah, with, what, an, uh, yeah, with an asterisk due right. to a left front, I yeah, think, left front that went down. A little bit of uh, contact with the cars and yeah. he ended up off restart, I believe. Yeah, tire. just it was unfortunate finish. Yeah. He he really had a great car. Yeah. Yep. If, if last week is any indication, then, then Jones has certainly got more to say. Um, his other two teammates who, I guess personally, I, I criticized the moves, you know, given that I hadn't seen much of them in, in for Harrison Burton's sake, Trucks, and Herb's sake, Arca. Um, I and there seen, was room for criticism. Yeah. yeah. There wasn't much that, that suggested to me, hey, you know, we've again, like we've taken that next step. They finished one two. I was gonna say there wasn't, there wasn't much was, suggested to me that they'll ever finish one two. Yeah, I, I, I and I had missed the entire uh, Xfinity race. I had I had been working. Herbs actually the had the lead thing. there near the end, but then jo- uh, Jones uh, Burton just had a. It was just better. Had a better yeah. car, right? And yeah, I and mean, they they came alive at the end. It, it kind of caught me off guard to see them finish one two. Um, but it's 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 hope for sure. It makes me think that this was smart for Joe Gibbs. Yeah. And oh, by the way, Austin Sindrick finishing third again. Another good finish for him. You know, I uh, I criticize uh, Austin Sindrick a lot. Yeah. I, I've always criticized him. Yeah. Or I just don't know. A, a lot of You're times, skeptical. I don't realize. I, I I don't know what he has done to deserve some of the rides he's gotten. Uh, other than his dad is Tim Sindrick. With Penske, who is yeah uh, effectively second, you know, a very high up yeah, in the Penske organization, someone who is poised to take over that position as the owner of Penske once Roger decides to step down. Yeah, um, but still, but you know, the thing is, at the same time, I yeah. come to really respect Austin Cendrick as a driver. He's really been able to clean up his act. He was with Brad Keselowski Racing in Truck Series. He wrecked a lot of trucks. Yeah. Came to Xfinity, wrecked a lot of Xfinity cars. But yeah. he started to slowly figure it out and get better and get better. And he's only got wins on road courses in this Xfinity Series. But so far, two really good races the last two weeks. I mean, he easily... He, I, I'm, I will not be shocked if he wins at a, a non-road course uh, coming up, it could be soon. It could be the same thing as Ryan Blaney sometime in March. And a couple of other good runs in this uh, race. Again, Ryan Sieg Incredible. finishing fourth, Justin Healy finishing fifth, and Anthony Alfredo getting sixth. His debut. Yep. debut his yeah. debut in the, in the 21 for RCR. Who, a driver who didn't win in his truck series races last year with DGR, but still... You know, it looked like he definitely could have. Definitely and he ran some pretty heads. well. Yep. And sixth place finish is 
unbelievable in your debut. I mean, Maya Snyder has run decent in the in the, uh, that car, and these are two very young drivers who yep. are they're really working together to you know both I guess help each other when they both are low on experience. Um, I mean, even Maya Snyder got well eleventh with the Ryan Sieg. Car. Yeah, that was his first race with RSS. Oh, that's right. That was yeah, great. Ready, the other uh, RSS, the '93. I gotta mention uh, our ninth and tenth place finishers. Jeremy Clemens getting the top ten start mm-hmm. of the season. Yeah, that's yeah, third that's, race that's becoming a, that's and, becoming a trend. And tenth for Josh Williams. Like what? Awesome. Let's go. I've, awesome. I've been what am I watching? Yeah, right I, I mean, I, yeah, I remember him. Um, finishing. I want to say second to. I think it was either Briscoe or Mason Mitchell. One of the two. I know. Um, in Arca, I've seen something in Josh Williams for a long time, and I saw him get the shot with uh, with Gosselin's team in DGM, and he's he's yeah, just come really, alive. Just, he's done he, good. He's, he's made just, progress over the past driver. couple years. He's yeah. just a good driver, yeah. and he just doesn't never had the sponsorship or cars to prove it. And there's really been some sort of resurgence this year in the lower the lower cars, the mid midfield cars, except for I think JD Motorsports has really not shown. Uh, more uh, they've always yeah, they've stayed they've stayed level, but I, I see what you mean. We've like seen LeBay run, yeah. have some respectable. Alex LeBay has been very good as well. Brandon Brown, who was involved in a wreck, probably would have had another top ten or a top fifteen run in the sixty-eight. LeBay thirteenth in yeah, the Le, like some of these guys are having Brett some Moffitt great runs. Fourteenth in the zero two, and, and Moffitt's, Moffitt's going into this is uh, the last start currently scheduled for the zero two at Phoenix. Coming up this week, but still, that's a brand new team. Yep, Brett Moffat, who is a very good driver, just you can put him in a car and you're going to get a good finish. Yep, uh, and he's done great with this team. So I know uh, Andy Seuss might be driving that zero two a uh, couple races. I know they're talking about it being a revolving door. Hopefully, he brings in they bring in yeah. some other drivers. I mean, I, I definitely I'm glad that's good for a startup yeah. team. Did he get consistent top 15 finishes yeah. for them? That's awesome. I would think Sice would probably be running Talladega. Just my guess. And probably Moffitt yeah. would be someone to probably help their mile and a half or two mile programs. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, I know uh, Plan B Motorsports, is, or Plan B, uh, Plan, Plan B, Plan B Sales, Sales has been, uh, they they like Moffitt and they've been, they sponsored that 0-2 in Daytona. I wouldn't be surprised to see him sponsor that team again. Um, but you know, Xfinity's off to a great start. Yep. Trucks, we miss you. But I mean, really, this season has started off well. Well, it's great. This has been a great start to the season. Something that NASCAR really needed, especially after the tragic, you know, the, end of Daytona 500. The alarming kind of circumstances. But yeah. still, that brought in eyes. Uh, Barstool Sports really bringing in eyes to this sport, and we have good racing to show them. This is bringing in some people who want to see what's going on. It's yeah, been, uh, yeah, it's been um, a good start. What, and so I know we who got, hasn't had a good start. And I, don't mind me transitioning, or did you have an anything? That's what I was going to. Is some early season stuff. Someone start, new, oh, yeah, who has not here. had a good start. Um, what is going the, on? The the two I think the two highest numbered Cup cars in the field. I think I want to say the '95 and '96. Yeah, yeah, I guess they are the two highest. Two numbers. Toyotas. Well, if it, you know, <laughs> you, you can't expect too much out of Daniel Suarez and God Brothers Racing because that team's never been super competitive. Uh, but yeah. at the same time, Christopher Bell, who is taking over the ride that Matt DiBenedetto left, and maybe he wasn't super consistent or competitive. Still got, but he had the best some. Of his career. He still had some really great moments. Sonoma, fourth, Bristol, second. You know, he put together some really good runs. 
And now that Levine Family Racing has Joe Gibbs Racing support, I would expect that that team to be a lot more competitive than they have been. Yeah. They've not broken any news. They've they've not. I don't even know that they recorded the top ten this year. That's how quiet they broadcasting are, has been about. They didn't. Not only have they not recorded a top ten. If you look at points, thirty first in points right oh. now. Oh. No, no, this is gonna. Go, this is worse. If you're saying oh already, you don't even know what I'm talking about. Thirty first in points is Daniel Suarez in the ninety six. Okay. Thirty second in points is Christopher Bell. Oh my god. I mean, and you know, look to Christopher Bell's to, to the Christopher Bell's and to the Levine Family Racing's uh, defense. They've yeah. had a lot of bad luck. Yeah. There's been a lot of bad luck yep. with that team. However, and, and, and of course, the Joe Gibbs issues with the mm-hmm. inspections. Mm-hmm. However, his you know, will he follow Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin through the field at these races or whatever? Well, I forgot last week. He wasn't. He, he wasn't this past weekend. Yeah, I, he he was just running. He wasn't running that. He wasn't running top twenty. I don't nothing, think. nothing remarkable. It's just I, I don't know what. You, this is the guy we expected to be the rookie of the year. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think that we have. We didn't discuss it. All of us. We didn't discuss it as like. A, we talked about who who's we could expect to run well for rookies, but I don't think. I think it was unspoken that yeah, it's probably gonna be Christopher Bell who's the rookie of the year. Right. He was the guy who was yeah, just on fire. That, that's my in the trucks because he's basically he's and he's basically in the fifth. Uh, Gibbs car. I was, I was yeah. going to say, it, 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 is, it, is, a, it is, a, is a Gibbs car. It's a glorified Joe Gibbs racing car. Let's be honest about that. So, I just, I wasn't, I don't know what's going it's, on. And I'm sure, um, like Blaney, there's going to be some bad luck that's going to get shaken yeah. off. That's what, I, just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Season. I'm like, we're, we're three races in. So, I'd just definitely be like, yeah, not, brush it off your shoulder. I was going to say, definitely not fair to be super critical of him. Right. Because yeah, we, we, know, we know his capabilities. And if... Say Denny Hamlin or yeah. Martin Truex Jr. retires in the coming years, yeah. he's ta- he's taking that run. Yeah. He's taking yeah. the the FedEx. Oh, car he's, or he's the going to Gibbs. Yeah, yeah. twenty twenty one and, and got, beyond. And then you got Brandon Jones going up or Harrison Burton to the well, next. Yeah, well, we'll see. You know, who um, knows? Yeah, but I mean, it's just it's early season luck. It it could just be um, just not a good gel right now. You know, it's it's Bell's first three Cup races in a full time season. I think actually no period right. His, yeah. Daytona, his debut was Daytona, so it's you know it's just your early season probably your your new team growing pains. It's just it's something that'll get ironed out and you know like Blaney having the bad luck he's having yeah. right now. It's something that'll get ironed out in time and as you get into the rhythm and the flow kind of of the season, you get kind of more acclimated to everything and I think he'll be fine. Uh, it's, Going back to uh, Suarez, it seems like we've been putting them side by side here, and of course Suarez being higher in points than Bell is yeah, insane by one position, uh, three races in. Still, one position, three races in. Suarez has one less race. True, mm-hmm. true. So it's just uh, you know, it's just weird. And for Suarez and Gaunt, there wasn't a lot expected, and I think that the expectation for that team was to build throughout the year, mm-hmm. essentially. And you know, it's just. Uh, I feel bad. I really yeah. feel bad for Suarez. Yeah. Because I just feel like he really got the bad end of a deal at, at Stuart Haas. They wanted Cole Custer in a car. And it was either him or Boyer. Who finished better in points? Boyer. Who's got a more successful career? Boyer. Suarez has a lot more time to get better in his career. However, Boyer's the favorite there. And he's he does have some sponsors. He had more sponsorship at the time than Suarez, because the main reason that he didn't go back to the 41, because really, 
we could have seen uh, the Levine family family racing situation with Gibbs uh, with Go Fast and Stuart Haas because I know they're giving a lot of support to the uh, 32, despite really not ha- seeing much out of Corey LaJoy this season. Yeah. Um, but still, it's just like... They interviewed him after the race Yeah, Suarez. And he was just like, yeah, we had an uh, uneventful day, and that's literally what they needed. It was something just... They, they started off Daytona missing the race. They started off Vegas already in the pits before the race started. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a first uneventful race, and it's just they're gonna continue to grow, um, sponsorship, yeah. everything. I know Toyota is helping that team, but I feel like it doesn't sound like Gibbs is helping that team at all. It is not a it is a full TRD effort for a team in NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another guy that I wanted to mention who had a great run uh, to start the Auto Club race, but fell back still managed a 13th place finish Matthew Benedetto yeah he was really really good there for a little while yeah I just feel like uh, a guy who needed needed this you know like he's to start off the season that's good he's 7th in points right now or 8th in points to Benedetto uh, like the I guess the, for an early season thought that I want to give to you guys is Di Benedetto currently looking is he at least uh, whether looking like or do you think he is a winning driver absolutely yeah Looking like, or, or just in general, he definitely in, is. In, he's definitely a, a winning driver. Okay. Uh, I think especially with the partnership between Penske and the Wood Brothers, that amps up Wood Brothers' performance to match to Benedetto's performance mm-hmm. level. I think he proved last year that he can be really competitive, even in cars that might not have been designed to be super competitive. The Levine family racing car was not designed to be super strong. Yeah. It wasn't a... At, and, when, yeah, with I mean, him in the car, it wasn't a full I, race I, car. Yeah. They, right. they had just finished up a season, a half a season at least, with Casey Kane. And and they weren't super competitive, even mm-hmm. with him. So, you know, they they probably didn't expect too much when they brought in Matt DiBenedetto. They, he gave them everything they wanted and more mm-hmm. with, with with the finishes in Sonoma and Bristol. And, you know, he's always been good at Bristol. But, you know, he, he proved to me at the very least that he can be super competitive. And if he's given a, a good car, if he's given a Penske caliber car, he's going to win races. Yeah, I would have to agree. As far as him putting it together this season, I don't know. Um, which I mean, it would be a shame if he didn't return to the twenty-one, you know, next season. I I don't I think the Benedetto can win. I just I don't know. It's just a part of me that is just like I don't know if he's going to put it together yet, right yeah. now. Um, but I think he's getting there. He's got an opportunity in front of him for sure. Uh, it's just a matter of I just I don't know. I just have this gut feeling. We mentioned Sonoma, where he had a great run last year, as well as Bristol. But I really could see if he's going to get a win this season, it's going to be on one of the road courses. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just that or I think Bristol could be put together too, especially with them going back to the old Bristol, uh, with the old package for Bristol with the, which the we're old gonna short see, track. Package. We're going to see this weekend. Well, I think, yeah, I think it, it um. could just be it could be somewhere where historically he hasn't done good. It might not just be Sonoma or Bristol, somewhere where he's put you know a. Uh, the 83 or the 95 in, in a much higher finishing position than 32. you would expect it to be. Yeah. Or the 30, the 32? Yeah, that yeah. too. Um, but I, I 
feel like Penske's mile and a half program is 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 up to snuff yeah. for sure. I feel like probably uh, uh, like a Kansas or a Chicago, someplace like that. I feel like he could be a sneaker for sure. We'll see. You know, we see the the this is you know from Benedetto. It, this is a season where he he must perform. He must perform. It's yeah. a one year contract, but he's not alone in drivers who need to perform this season. Uh, we got. It's been a hell of a start for uh, Alex Bowman yeah. getting a win early. Blaney, who's been very good. Those both of those guys contract years. Brad Keselowski just got fifth. Uh, didn't have the best race last week at Las Vegas. Ended up getting a decent finish, but still uh, contract year for him. We got Boyer. We got Eric Jones, uh, Corey LaJoy, Kyle Larson, Bubba Wallace, um, and Daniel Suarez, of course. All in contract years. Yeah. Um, and a Tesla- lot of these... Teslowski's, I think, 38. Yeah. It, so it's not a, not a whole ton of years for him. You might be able to get seven good years out of him if he goes until 45 like a lot of these drivers are nowadays. I mean, that's the contract that Harvick's going until 47. Think, right. Yeah. But, but is he better than some of these younger guys who could give you a lot longer? Yeah. Maybe cheaper? I think the yeah. it's it's a matter. It's just the it's how powerful the youth movement is, really. Yeah, yeah. and that, that'll that'll be telling a lot. If there's someone who's in the wings and who is ready and who is establishing themselves at that caliber, then you might see those guys retiring a little bit early. But if if not, and if those guys are still up to snuff and they're still performing at that level, then you'll still see them have that kind of longevity. We're going to see this, and we're going to definitely talk about this as the year goes on. Right. These contracts. Um, and of course, I think right off the bat, we can both we can all agree. Both there's three of us. We can all agree. Blaney and uh, Blaney uh, Bowman, of course, and I would even say I'd add Di Benedetto to that list. Uh, those three have made a statement so far that they are definitely deserving mm-hmm. of the ride they currently have, and they want to be back in so that far. ride. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't seen much from Boyer yet. We haven't seen much from Stuart Haas I was, yet. Yeah, I was about uh, to cut that out. Kyle Larson uh, just yep. hasn't named again three races into the season. You know, yeah. we're gonna be it's gonna be a much different story come Talladega, right. come Daytona. Uh, I was gonna say farther yeah. down, but still, yeah. uh, come Watkins Glen. You know, as we yeah. keep going down this line, uh, as the season gets more and more established, further on, we we have a better. Guess as to what what's going to happen. Yeah, I say, what, yeah. what drivers are you I've, are you expecting a statement to be made that they want to be back? Are the yeah. drivers who I haven't mentioned between Jones, Larson, Wallace? I, I, yeah, I've had three drivers in mind. I mean, you've mentioned. I think you mentioned all of them pretty much. Yeah. Clint Boyer. Um, I mean, SHR as a whole has hasn't had a stranglehold um, as far as Ford power goes. Eric Almirola's been pretty good this season. Almirola's been solid, yeah. And Harvick's been Harvick. Harvick, yeah, Harvick is is going to be there. Clipboard needs to step up. Yeah. Um, just he not not to take away, not that he hasn't been doing things, and not that you know the bad luck, of course, can play a factor into that. He needs to make uh, a just a, a bolder statement. I just from what I've agree. seen of him, he just hasn't. Just hasn't been quite on that on that competitive edge that that you know Almer even you know how Harvick and even Almarola have been on. They just I've noticed, noticed Almarola up from the past two races. Yeah, where just to me Boyer's been a ghost half the time. You know, if I see the results, I'm like, oh yeah, Clint Boyer. I didn't really see him much today, and that's been kind of a theme. That was kind of a theme last year too, um, and it's 
carried over so far through the first three races. I think he he needs to step up. Kyle Larson, I think, is another guy. Um, and maybe it's just CGR being a tad bit slower out of the gate, probably than Hendrick. Though we did just see Kurt Busch finish third. Yeah, Ben Bush. Yeah, Bush has, has been up there too. But he wasn't really competitive <coughs> up until no, that absolutely last run. I mean, not even Kyle Bush in second. Yeah, right. I, I just haven't. It's kind of the same thing. I just haven't seen as much out of Larson as I had kind of hoped and had kind of been expecting. Out of him, and I mean, when once Homestead rolls around in what a couple weeks, yeah, maybe that'll change. Maybe we'll see him in victory lane. Yeah, maybe with the McDonald's scheme, finally break mm-hmm. that whole curse. Yeah, um, but right now, Larson and that forty-two team, I just from the eye test, just isn't up to snuff. I think they have another gear still to hit, and Brad Kozlowski too. I personally, I think, um, you know, not that Penske hasn't been there at all, like you know, Logano. Uh, getting the win last week, Blaney has been up there all you know this through the, the first three races of the, of the season. Um, but Kez, I, I feel like just compared to to Blaney and Logano, is lagged behind just a little bit. Again, it's just probably just the eye test for me. Well, but, but even Joey Logano didn't really break any news until he got stole the win at Vegas. Yeah. Uh, he was running well. Yeah. He was running very well. But Zoski yeah. wasn't. Yeah, he was up front at the beginning, and then all of a sudden he was like hanging around fourteen. Yeah, it's just not no, just not a notable performance from him so far. Right, not exceptional, not what we expect. Right, and it just, I guess personally, I just have kind of gotten used to seeing him at just a little bit of a higher level. He needs to. I I wrote Kez needs cement, just in in terms of cementing himself as being. I'm I'm here. I'm up front. I'm Mm -hmm. a contender every single week that I I. Get my my rubber rolling on that track. You better fear me. I'm yeah. I'm a force to be reckoned with. And I just feel like he, you know, like Boyer and Larson just needs to take a little bit of an extra step. Now, I I feel like you know this is an interesting season for Brad Keselowski. Thirty eight is that his age? I can't remember how old he is. He's yet. close to. He's it. still he's getting up there in age, but he's still he's a past champion. He's actually. The only one on this list that's a past champion of drivers who are in the contract seasons. Um, and I know it's been talked about and rumored. I can't say it's... I'm not. T- it's not, I'm never going to say this is a fact until it is a fact. But it's rumored that he might be in line for Hendrick for the 48 in 2021. I was going to mention forget, that about the Never contracts. forget what Rich, Rick Hendrick said about Brad Keselowski. When he left. I will not... You know, I'm not going to let you completely go. And finally, I, and you can't you look, look at the youth at Hendrick. Look at this youth. He's got he's got three drivers, very young. You got you, you can't just put a young driver in the forty eight. Uh, Larson, maybe, maybe. You need well, you, you need been established. Well, yeah, Larson's yeah, been in the Cup Series for for a couple of years now. Yeah. With the ride like the forty, you need someone proven. And, you need someone who you know is going to go out there and, and at least make. A valiant effort and know how to get it done. But Bradley like, Aaron Keselowski is thirty six. Thirty six. Still, he's he's but that's still he's got plenty of years left. Right. That it and, would definitely be an option. Yeah. A sponsored forty eight car with Ally. Yep. Unless Ally starts to help Which, out Bowman, but mm-hmm. Bowman, I don't know what that Chevy we'll deal is like. And this we'll could see. bring in sponsors. I, I for do. Bowman. I do think that I do think that Ally is going to have the last word on this mm-hmm. because if they don't like the driver they're sponsoring, they're not going to sponsor that car for too long. Yeah. yeah. And if they don't like Brad Keselowski and they do like somebody else, I promise you, Rick Hendrick's going to try to get that somebody yeah. else. 
Kyle Larson or Matt Benedetto or you know some someone someone who uh, someone who is also in a contract year yeah. or maybe they go down and you know I wouldn't do it but maybe they go down get somebody from the minors again maybe get uh, uh, Noah Gregson which is probably a tenth of a percent ch- uh, yeah, chance yeah. of happening but it, it's the most realistic in-house option for sure right yeah and that's Allgaier's shown what he can do and it really mm-hmm. isn't much. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, but I, I I don't know how much of a realistic possibility that is. Yeah. Just given all you know, all guys getting up there too. He's been around a while. We we he is what he is. There's more room for other people to grow, and I think right. Kozlowski has you know, shown what he can do. You're gonna. You're gonna go with someone with a higher ceiling, yeah, um, and right. a guy like Allgaier just isn't that. Another thing that I I just quickly want to interject on. I think NASCAR is the only sport that you really see someone. Oh, nothing. Oh, sorry. Um, NASCAR is really the only sport you see 30, 40-year-old drivers still being able to kick it around. I mean, you know, MLB, NFL, NBA, so on and so forth. Um, They're different animals, of course, but it's it's just, you know, you see a much more intense kind of youth movement in that sense. You, You see, you know... 18-year-old, 19-year-old, like, exceptional talents going in and stuff. And you see guys, you know, in their 30, in the, you know, their early to mid-30s getting ousted. And you're still seeing NASCAR drivers like Kislowski and Newman and Johnson um, and Brennan gone until he retires. You know, going into uh, fourth their... Fourth episode. Yep. We got it. We got, we got him. We did it. I did it. I didn't even mean to. Uh, just someone off the top. Um, but someone who's older. Yeah. You're still being able to... to Put their flag down, so to speak. Uh, you know, we're we're still kicking. We're still here. When I look at this, li- when I look at the list that we have that I that I gathered here of drivers and contract years, where his last is a past champion, I'm not worried about him not having a ride this right. season. Absolutely, not. Uh, Blaney Young doing well, uh, really well. Eric Jones Young, respectable. Uh, De Benedetto turning heads will be in a car. He's he will probably still take a lower car if he lost to 21. If I'm, not, I'm not saying that he should. Right. I'm saying that if someone Worst, is dumb enough to not give yeah. him a car, he would. I could see, you know, if Michael right. McDowell, which also probably also probably in a contract year, if I could see him taking that ride, you know, just to still be in the sport. Yeah, is worst, what, I'm getting, worst case, what I'm getting at. Worst case scenario, he's still going to be in the sport. And, and I was, was going to say if Matt, if the Wood Brothers let Matt DiBenedetto go, they early really should leave. Go. Yeah. They should just go away. Bad move. Horrible move. You've been in this yeah, for a long time. No, no, no. You're, you're trying to tell Glenn Wood to pack his uh, bags and leave. I don't know no. how successful that's going to be. It's it's not going to be successful. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that they shouldn't. Yeah. No, I don't think they're going to. Yeah. I, even if they don't, I think that... Matt Benedetto's going to land on his feet no matter what. So that's right. what I'm getting at. Yes. Yeah. Corey LaJoy right. hasn't really done much. Even if he doesn't do much, he can still end up in a front row. It still would go he, fast. I was going to say he could be another Alex Bowman. True, but we haven't seen much out of that thirty-two because this is this this thirty-two team this year is supposed to be like a ninety-five last year. Yeah, the way that they're the supposedly getting support from Stuart Haas, Larson, he'll be in a car next year. I'm not worried about him. Bubba Wallace, I don't know if he's gonna be back. He'll probably be back with the forty-three. Depends. Yeah. He, he got a top ten last week. Who knows what this year is gonna be? Depends on Petty Enterprise. Yes, yeah. uh, Bowman doing great. Yeah, no care. Don't worry, Suarez. Who knows? But the guy that I'm worried about, who I didn't mention, is Clint Boyer, which you mm-hmm. mentioned earlier. And I think that, and you know, as a last, if you anybody wants to 
talk about this as well real quick because we're getting we're at an hour I think now. Really? Um, Clint Boyer is I forgot how old he is. Um, I'll look it yeah. up. So, but either way, he has what ten wins in the Cup Series. Right. Yeah. Hasn't done much. Hasn't really shown that he's going to go out and win a championship. Like he's did got the two wins with Stuart Haas in his first season of the fourteen, but didn't go out and do much afterwards. Uh, it's just what. Well, 40. 40. So, I mean, yeah. everybody on this list, he's the oldest. He's the oldest by by, by four years yeah. on Keselowski. Like, he's, he's there. He's he's, he's a, like he's been a consistent good driver. Yes. Like a Newman. Like a, it, he's uh, present. Yeah, he's, he's present. He's, he's, he's not going to wreck your car. He's going to get you a yeah. decent finish. But I see what you mean. He's not... He is not someone who, you know, he's, he doesn't have a high ceiling or anything. Yeah, he's, he's the only of, one on he, the He's Swiss. not on NASCAR's Mount Rushmore. Right, no. right, yeah. Look, I can see if the sponsorship works out, I can see them, and especially the relationship and how much Tony Stewart loves dirt drivers, I can see Larson ending up yeah. in the 14. Yeah. If the, Larson decides to leave Chip Ganassi, which I, am, I don't think he should leave Chip yeah. Ganassi. Chip Ganassi's a great team. Ross Chastain is in the wings waiting to who also 70 plus finished a decent and that's the other option. They're not going to have Kurt Busch after in two more seasons. I'm sure. Yeah. I I feel like it unless Kurt Busch comes out swinging this season and gets like four wins, we're not going to see Kurt Busch uh do anything other than announce a retirement tour next year. He's the next guy in line for mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Uh so you know, just to, that was my last note. You know, we'll see. This is going to be, a, you know, we're still only three races in. There's a lot that's going to happen. Yeah. But uh, up with that, we are seeing the smaller spoiler next week. That big-ass spoiler that Dale Earnhardt Jr. said is down, back down to the, what was it, two inches? The two, two inches, three, uh, seven, three quarters, I think. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Still, it's a lot smaller than, than uh, what they've been running. We are seeing that short track package that ran so well. Uh, the past couple seasons, and Phoenix was not good last year. I will say it's not good. Uh, but the past couple years, Phoenix has been Phoenix. It's respectable. Mm. The dog leg is is awesome. That whole section, the the cutting off that track, and now that they move the start finish line to that, you know, back there, it's just a crazy, um, crazy track. And I definitely think we're going to see a decent race this week, especially mm. with the change in the spoiler. The downforce is different. Um, you know. Current point standings between the three of us uh, that I'm keep, keeping track of. Last week, I won. Second mention in this podcast that I picked the winner for the Cup Series. But I also <laughs> had the most points that I also picked Chase Briscoe. And we didn't have a great race in uh, the Xfinity Series. Uh, I had 93 points. James, I think you had 86 with your two drivers. Casey, you had 50-something, 50 57. Dang. Uh, James, you take the points lead. Actually, so you're winning. Pretty big I deal. I am the greatest. <laughs> so that's my. That's what I get for not for for bragging uh, about my win. Eat James, it, James. You James is a truck win. Casey is an extremely win. I have a cup win. So haha, guys. But James, you have a five point lead over Casey with 275 points. Casey, you have 270, and I am 31 points back still. But I took off over 30 points. To try to catch back up to you guys with 244 points. It's the big three of backup car fantasy. And it's only The three. only three, I know. <laughs> so, uh, I think, you know, same deal. Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix is going to be, it's going to be a great weekend. Cup and Xfinity again. No trucks. Mm-hmm. I, don't Quickly, many, I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say that I'm sad about no truck night in America, but I don't care. Because <laughs> I am emotional about it. Uh, quickly picks. So, yeah. Oh, quick, quickly, quickly go over picks here. Um, 
I don't know, Casey. Let's let's go back to you going first. Start with me. Um, Both. We want. I, I want your Xfinity first. Okay. And then I want then your, cup, then your random, random fantasy. Yeah, random fantasy at the end. Cup yeah. and then That's random fantasy. Yep. I just have a feeling. On, I mean, uh, you know, Cindric more being more of a uh, road course type of guy um, with you know all the disciplines and stuff that he's been. You know, I think like Trans Am and. Uh, GT stuff like that, and like Blanc Pain, and all all sorts of just different stuff that he runs. Of course, road courses are what you think of when it comes to Cindric. I don't know. I feel I feel like he's going to nab a couple oval oval wins. I don't think Briscoe can win them all. I don't think Jr. has proven to me outright that they are going to get you know five or six wins collectively. Probably. Did you always work to me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you yeah, yeah. say JR? Uh, JR, no, JR is JR also Jr. Balls in the JRM. So, you, you get it. Um, I mean, Allgaier and Gregson, I think, are going to they're gonna make waves. I don't think they're going to make as many waves as probably some of the people, some of the, uh, you know, some people probably think as far as the Xfinity Series Who's goes. And I think Sindrick is going to step up. I feel like Penske... And as far as their as far as their their kind of intermediate package goes, has has been solid. I think Cindric's gonna get it done at some point, whether you know bad luck helps him or not. Um, I'm picking the 22. Harvick is my cup pick, and oh, oh, gee, what a shocker! Harvick Phoenix. He's a good that's, driver. There. That's about as much explanation as I think I need to give. Harvick's reputation at Phoenix is unprecedented. I don't need to bring anything up. He has been absolutely killer there throughout the course of his career, uh, you know, dating back to the like the early RCR days. So, um, Kevin Harvick, yeah. And my random fantasy pick is Tyler Reddick. I am, I am second. I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling like your top ten, if you ask me. <laughs> but um, who knows? Who knows what we'll see from him? Uh, RCR's been... Like you know, I was saying more like tenth. Um, I'd say that's a pretty good estimate for probably both of the RCR cars, Dylan and Reddick, both um, on Sunday. Right. So, James, we have a story to tell, ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy! But this story is going to have to wait for just a sec. Duh. My first pick in the Xfinity series is going to be the man sponsored by Twix. Ah. The number 54, Kyle Busch, goes to victory lane in the Joe Gibbs racing machine. The Twix Cookies and Cream uh, <laughs> machine. Sorry, Eric was taking us a picture. This is going on Twitter right and, now. And I, I laid down a horrified face. Uh, uh, that's um, about as horrifying as it gets. Uh, let me know if you want to retake. <laughs> no, I love it. I can get worse. Oh, no, 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 no. We're sticking with it. Uh, I, um, I feel like you're going to you're gonna burn me again uh, yeah. by not picking Kyle Busch. I'm just trying to go well, against the grain here. But you know, It's Xfinity, which he's great here. And honestly, Austin Sindrick is a good pick, but he's not also not going to be the best Pinsky finisher because Brad Keselowski is in this race. I totally forgot about that. Now, Oh, My Cup Series pick is also Kevin Harvick. And the reason I choose Kevin Harvick is just looking at his stat line for Phoenix. Since he jumped over to Stuart Haas Racing from Richard Childress, where he was also pretty good at Phoenix, he has not had a finish worse than ninth. <laughs> That's 
It's incredible. He started his season. He started his Stuart Haas career with three straight wins at this That was, what, 2013, right? That was... Let's see. That was... His first season with uh, Stuart Haas was 2014, when he also won the championship. He won the, the spring race, the fall race, and the spring race of 2015... Before he was ever disrupted, and then just just to add insult to injury, he won the uh, spring 2016 race, and he finished fourth, sixth, and fifth in the races between that and his win in the 2018 uh, spring race. So that's that's three wins, right? That, that's since that's, Stuart Haas. Since Stuart Haas, he's picked up one, two, three. Four, five wins. So five wins, Phoenix. and that's, I believe, what fourteen consecutive races that he's finished. Not even just top ten, but top nine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Oh, one position, but still, that, that's that's still remarkable the amount of consistency. <laughs> that's crazy. Yep, thirteen, and 13. Um, you know when when you when you know a track that well, it is impossible to bet it against you. No, I like that pick. What about that random fantasy pick though you got, James? Oh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We were, we were, we were talking about this. Really good cars. We're talking about really in, good cars. In, in in episode one, we were talking about this, noting that that's a, a, a driver, a, a bad driver. Like not even that he's a bad person or that he's his no, potential is bad. He's on a bad. Yeah, and just, there's a potential that that could always happen to one of us. Yeah. It just so happens that it bit me here on this occasion. First week, now, bef- sorry, go ahead. First week that we're gonna have, we're gonna have one of the worst cars. Be- yep. Before you say it, I, I, um, just all I can hear in my head right now is the uh, the uh, the wheel of fortune bankrupt noise. Yep. <laughs> I, I, will, I will say this about my pick, my random fantasy pick. Uh. He is running well, at least better than he has at any point in his career. His average finish is, let's see here, 1.2 points better than it ever has been. In 2017, he recorded an average finish of 30.2. Nice. Right now, his average finish is 29th. Nice. Now, he's, he's on a team that is just, it, it's a big team. It has four cars on and off. Right now, it, I think it has three full-time and then J.J. Yaley's car. They might which, have a fourth. Which, they didn't have that from me. Right. I, but the, 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 the thing is that they, it's four cars that are just taking up space right now. Quantity, uh, quantity is um, uh, greatly outweighing quality. Absolutely. I think it's what you mean with no disrespect hey, to Rick Ware Racing. Got, uh, we got a 38-car field in yeah. NASCAR. Yeah. 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 No, 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 of course. With no yeah. disrespect to Rick so, Ware so he's going. So he's going to be in the race. My pick, start. my random fantasy pick is Joey Gase. The 53. The number 53, whether it's sponsored or not, nobody cares about this machine. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's a back marker. He's going to be a couple of laps down by the end of the race if he finishes. But Poor Joey Gase. I, I, and this is not a slight against Joey Gase. It's a slight against his team, which is just awful. Uh, and in and, comparison to the rest of the teams, yeah, right, right, and he might finish thirtieth. Woo! 
Joey Gase! I, I needed my checkered flag. I should have brought it out. If Joey Gase gets a top 20 finish, I'll buy you a hat. I'm going to make a hat. A 53 hat. Not in right. a... That's, that's documented. That's I will hold you to that. Top 20. All right. Something happened. <laughs> and uh, now for you. Drum roll. All right. So, um, it bit me in the behind when I did not pick Kyle Busch in the truck series. So, for the first week, uh, all of us have a driver in common picking with each other. Uh, you guys have Harvick in common. And me and James have uh, Kyle Busch in common. I am picking Kyle Busch, who has 11 career wins, winning in 54, 54.8% of his starts at Phoenix. Kyle Busch, first time back in the 54 since 2015. Over 100 wins in this series uh, in his career. He's, I don't know. I, it's hard to pick against him. He got Brad Keselowski who's trying to compete against him. Mm-hmm. And he very well probably will. But, it, it's, I don't know. That, yeah. that Twix car also looks pretty cool. It, it does look really cream. cool. I'm a big fan of that yep. car paint scheme. looks very cool. Uh, I just can't pick against a guy who's got that kind of stats. He's led over 2,000 laps in the Xfinity series. In at Phoenix, so you gotta go, with Kyle Busch. And Kyle Busch has swept more weekends than any other active driver. Did he sweep your Xfinity and Cup yeah. picks? He let, let one, uh, let one last year's race too at, at Phoenix in Xfinity, right? Or in, in Cup, or did he sweep your Cup pick as well? No, he's not oh. sweeping my Cup pick. Um, but I decided to also pick a Ford. Uh, seems that we are all unanimous that a Ford will. We think a Ford will win this weekend. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not picking. The four. I'm not picking a Stuart Haas car. I'm going with a Penske car. Uh, I'm going with a guy who had finished third in both races last year uh, at Phoenix. He finished eighth uh, in the fall race his rookie year. Uh, three? No. Two poles at this track. Uh, and a lot of bad luck so knew far it. this season. I knew it. But leading the point standings. Uh, I'm picking Ryan Blaney to win this week. Uh, I know it's a different package than last year, but he did have a poll in 2017 with the with the uh, old package. Um, he or the package that we're gonna see uh, this weekend. He finished eighth with a similar package in 2016, his rookie season, um, the fall race. That is, yeah, he's done very well here. He's finished on the lead lap every race except uh, was it. 2018 fall when he had an engine issue. Other than that, he's been in the lead lap for every race at Phoenix. Mm, yeah. And last year, 100%, he was one of the best guys at Phoenix. Uh, it was a part of his run to almost making the Final Four. Um, I think Ryan Blaney's bad luck will go away. And that 12 car will go into victory lane. And the youth will prevail once again this weekend. Forgive me for cheesiness uh, that was real life. What is your fantasy? I'm so sorry. I'm so that sorry. That was pretty cheesy. <laughs> my <laughs> fantasy. Let me, let me go get my cheesy. block. Hang on. My ten out of ten cheesy. <laughs> my fantasy. Mozzarella pick. cheesy. Gouda. Just uh, Romano. Everything. Sorry. That wasn't even a good cheesy. <laughs> it was not even a good one. No, that was that was decent. I'll give you that. Okay. My fantasy pick this week. My random fantasy Blue pick. Cheesy. I got I got a good pick. I like my pick. I like Far my pick cheesy. the most out of the three picks that we have. I mean, it's uh. kind of hard to not like my pick more than at least the 53. <laughs> um, yeah. I got Matt Benedetto this week. Matt Benedetto 
has had a decent season you so sure far. You sure you didn't just like you didn't write down no. the, it was the Benedetto and you're like, this is my fantasy. It was pick the twenty one. <laughs> I got the twenty one, so that's Matty D. His tweet will verify so, it. <laughs> look, <laughs> all right. Matty Benedetto has an average finish of twenty fifth this track. That is of course driving for BK Racing and uh teams that uh yeah. go Given, fast. One year where he ran two races at with Levine Family. Including his best finish of 13th in the fall race last year yeah, for Matty D. Won't hold him on that. Look, you can't judge this season for Matty D. This is going to be an all-career season no matter what, I think, for uh, Matty Benedetto. Uh, his best finish at this track, like I just said, was 13th. Last week, Alex Bowman won the race after his best finish at that track was 13th. Trends? Lucky, lucky. My you. name is Larry McReynolds. Welcome to the Backup Car Podcast. <laughs> you, you monster. I'm just saying. I'm just Are saying. You, he so finished 20th uh, in 2016 with BK Racing. <laughs> Matthew Benedetto at least is going to be a top 10. I'm very confident in that. And I like my I like this pick. Uh, specific, specifically where? Just curious. What? Where? Where do you think he's going to finish? Prediction. I think, uh, would you want a specific position? Yes. Like Nine. top five, top ten. All Nine. right. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll go with that. Because yeah. I'm like, we already picked. You already said Reddick's going to get tired. So. <laughs> Ninth. Are you Irish? Because uh, you certainly have the luck of the Irish right Oh, now. man. I Tell you what. I guess. If I get Blaney right, then that is definitely, I got, if I don't start sports betting here, then, because I picked Bowman last week. That was my pick, not a random fantasy pick. <laughs> Third, third mention. Man, I got three mentions of my winning cup pick last week. Yeah, Damn. I'm pretty happy about that. Well, back of our podcast, episode four in the books. Uh, thank you guys for checking it out and listening. If you want to follow us, we all have our own Twitter accounts, but we also have a Twitter account for the Backup Car Podcast at Backup Car Cast. Uh, Facebook page. I, I also retweet basically everything the Backup Car yeah, Podcast. Please, sends, we so all you can just you can you follow know. us stuff yeah. too because I post a lot of my own opinions on my Twitter page. I'm not afraid of that. I've been trying to get uh, Dave Portnoy to come to Watkins Glen. Yeah. Dave, you're not listening to this, but you better come because the Watkins Glen is the best track. I'm sorry, I won't even care. Mark Eric Webler says Watkins Glen is the best race track. Watkins Glen is it's the best. my home track. I can say that. Watkins Glen is the best race track. Eric Webler, 2020. Cool. Yeah. It's Glen is the best race track. Eric Webler, 2011. I, I don't care. I've been. I love Watkins Glen. 2011 Glenn. and forever. So beautiful. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much again. Brothers, I appreciate uh, another good podcast with you guys. So next week. We'll be talking about Hug me, brother. No, you might actually send me to the back of car if you oh, do that. Oh, we are all going to have to take out our back of cars. <laughs> Phoenix might get nasty. So, I have to remember to bring my car this time. Yeah. Well, no. Didn't you? You, have, you had your car this week. I, at least I said you did. <laughs> all right. All right. Take care, everybody. See you.